Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another midweek episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. Of course, my name is Ashley Green. Stop my opening. What? I was going to open this episode and now you've decided to open the episode about Oprah. What? This is absolute confusion. What? Well, there we go. That's oh, not how we like to uh, open our, our podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, but thanks for coming. Anyway, let's get back to the actual conversation. Our favourite stage openers, uh, and I'm going to segue as if that is uh, completely normal. But yeah, this, this is a really fun one. Um, and this is a really fun one because our answers are actually, well, they're not really openers in that sense. They're, they're completely different to the norm. And I, I know that you're really quite excited about, about sharing your approach, Ashley. So what, what is your favourite stage opener? yeah something really interesting and uh we've kind of done it here to be quite honest setting a scene setting like a oh this is different whoa what's happening and now you're kind of all captivated listening to this podcast it's like whoa this is different <laughs> it links into something i do and i've done this multiple multiple times picture this i come on the stage is lit there's no one there and I venture on in this creepy, mysterious vibe. There's a strange music in the background. I'm staring at people and clicking and humming away. And the first few minutes, I do nothing. Yet I capture people and I capture their attention because there's some weird tension in the air because I'm about to do something. And then I lead into this very strange, very bizarre, twisted voodoo routine with someone. But the beauty is, Aiden, I don't open straight away and it's like, bang, I've stolen your watch, bang, this is over here, bang, I can read your mind, got to get in quick to gather attention. It's, I'm going in very slowly and I'm gathering people's attentions by other ways, by being interesting, by setting a scene, by setting a tone, building tension. For me, my favourite opener is not the silly little trick that's associated with the voodoo routine. It's the build-up going to it. Those first few moments before I get to the actual trick, the tension and just that moment of wonder. When I look around the audience and I see everyone like, oh my God, this guy's a psychopath. What the hell is going to happen? I'm so interested yet afraid. That's really beautiful for me. And I know you've come here listening for uh, and wanting tricks, but there's so much other stuff we can play with. It's not just tricks that we need to really uh really think about when looking at openers is it no i mean there's a lot of other things and uh to to put it in place um if you want the trick that i do to start and this is my the latest addition to my uh my my stage host just before the pandemic hit uh i didn't bend a spoon that was my trick um but what was really important is that that came about five minutes in and the reason that comes about five minutes in is because like specifically in comedy clubs, this approach really worked for, for me. And I know everybody's upstairs and 
everybody's all ready. I've seen everybody in the room. I've not been one of those acts that's tried to hide away and then just come out for the show and then talk to people. No, I'm there straight away. I'm I'm, I'm casual. We're talking to people, get, just networking, getting to know people. Uh, you have no idea how useful that is actually in the context of a mentalism show. But when people are actually sat down, I'll, I'll wait a few minutes, and then I walk out onto the stage and head over to the other side of the stage to like completely uninterested in my audience to go and check my phone, which is on the on the side. But everybody goes quiet the second the, they know the performer and the performer has stepped on the stage. Everyone went quiet. And I turned that into a joke of like, oh, I, I'm sorry, this is awkward. The, uh, no, I, the, the show, this isn't actually the... I tell you what, and I, I turn it into a joke, like this awkward thing of, oh, well, what's going on? He's, he's lingering about. Is this a start? I really don't know what's going And I like to play on that that element of confusion. But again, I'm getting inside of people's heads in the sense of, I, I, I don't want them having any idea what's going on. So why not start with that prim- principle of, I want the start of the show, no one to know what's going on. And then it's fun, lighthearted, and it's fun. I actually bring in some music and do a full proper intro that's overhyped and stuff, which I found is really, really quite fun. It builds rapport instantly partly because I've already done the networking ahead of time. But my opener, as I said, it's like it, it's an opportunity for me to show off me and my character and what I want the vibe for the actual show to be. I want it to be fun. I want it to be lighthearted. I want to have a, a joke, a laugh, a mess around with people. But again, like if maybe my show was more along the lines of like that voodoo psychic like you was talking, actually, that that definitely wouldn't work. It really comes down to sort of your your character and also the show that you're going to you're going to put out there, surely. You know what I really like? That you've touched on something that I was just thinking because you're a bloody mind reader. But we've outlined two things. Everyone listening right now have been with their notepad and pens. Oh, what's the perfect opener that's going to work? Here we are. Oh, the boys ain't... Boys ain't said any bloody tricks. Oh, what a disappointment. But this is the thing we have. I've said, yeah, I, I, I do this PK touch routine and you're there aiding saying, yeah, I do this spoon pen. But we just kind of made like a little. I don't brushing... do the spoon bend. Oh, there we go. Don't, you don't do the, do the spoon, spoon bend, bend without doing it. You just hold a spoon. <laughs> there we go. That's but it. That's, that's a beautiful thing. We just brushed over this kind of stuff, and we just went, yeah, that that aside, and we focused on something which is really hyper unique, specific to our characters in mentalism. We fully understand the character, the angle, what we want people to fully understand when they come to our shows, and right from the offset. People are captivated, drawn into our world, and just within those few minutes, they fully understand us. They kind of know and can appreciate where the show's going to go from that moment. And this is a really important thing I want to let you guys know. You don't need to walk out on stage uh, after getting an introduction and walk out and say, Hey, my name's Ashley Green, uh, the magician this evening, and uh, today, uh, uh, Madam, pick a card, blah, blah, blah. You don't need to go into like, a trick straight away. You can just rely on... Setting a scene, making a moment, maybe a silly gag, building some tension. But there's other things that we can explore. You don't have to just bang, impactful magic, bang, impactful magic. Yeah, it might work for you, but there's other things at play, as me and Aidan have so outrightly mentioned. But I I want to play devil's advocate because I don't think this approach works in every situation. So I want to take the approach of... You're paid to do a corporate gig. Right? You are paid to do a corporate gig. And a corporate gig, there's a lot more sort of... It's well known and renowned for having a lot more high stakes, let's say. When we were talking to, to Colin, Colin Cloud about this, 
it says that you've you've not got room for error. You can't be taking risks all the time because you're not getting paid to take risks. You're getting paid to hit. So so long as your show actually hits and it's got that good thing, then you could take risks on top of that. But taking this kind of approach of slowing down and not doing a trick straight away, I, I I've really tr- I'm really trying to wrap my head around how that might actually go down in in the corporate world uh, for like a specifically live corporate, not online, but live corporate events. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Because I've got no idea. Yeah, I mean, I know you've said not online, but heck, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate or if that's the right thing and actually say online. Like, yeah, when I've done certain uh, corporate online shows, and maybe this is something that if you guys are interested, we can touch base in another episode on. But I'm kind of like setting the scene beforehand because you are right. Sometimes people go to these events and they're like oh it's a work do and now now it's not a stage show like where people have paid tickets like at your comedy clubs people like yeah oh it's gonna be an amazing night like sometimes you're facing people like i'm gonna retire next year yeah i can't wait hate this place i'm just here because i have to go like Doing gigs like that with people in there, yeah, it can be a little bit hard. And and maybe, I mean, heck, if you can pull it off, you can pull it off and you're great. But it is going to be harder. I know because I've done it. Like, I've done online shows with, like, a more stretched out intro. And it has, I wouldn't say flopped, but I've had to really work hard to gain people's attention. And I've recently changed it away so that I'm now going straight in, like, bang and... I don't really change my character in my shows. The only thing that I, I don't do is uh, my hypno choke and try and kill people because that's a little bit too far for the corporate world. But you are right. I do speed it up a little bit and I do go in for something a little bit quicker. I establish myself and I go, bang, I don't know. Like, you think of something and I get that. And then I go into something a little bit more drawn out where I set the scene a little bit further. But I really kind of play it by ear. If I feel I need to use it, I have a backup in place. If I feel that my my theatrical, long, built-up thing is going to work, I put that in place. But yeah, there are some other things that I do to kind of combat the I hate my job, I hate my work, I hate this event, I don't want to be here. And that does start with what happens before the show, especially in the corporate world, with sending stuff out, actually getting people excited like... The event's going to suck, but oh my god, the mind reader looks really interesting. So yeah, you are battling with that, but there's some interesting things that you can you can especially do in the corporate world. Yeah, see, I'd, I'd really want to hear from, from our listeners, because I know that we've got a lot of listeners that do a lot of live corporate things because i think i think online is a very different game to actually in person and and trying to map the overlaps from online to in person especially and we're just talking corporate for for the purposes of it's very very high stakes you should be aiming for the absolute most amazing show whether you're doing weddings or birthday parties or even kids entertainment or just public st- regardless of what you're doing you need to be doing the best possible thing but corporate is renowned for that high stakes environment so if you have been doing any corporate things and you've had the opportunity to play and test with different types of openers we would love to hear your feedback if you drop us an email at info at the successful mentalist.com we'll be able to actually talk to you directly and find out exactly what your experience was and if you want to share this with the community and let the teach people this stuff head over to community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com you can actually create a post and explain your thought processes and your experiences and share your your full experience 
testing this stuff in the real world because we've been talking uh, to an awful lot of people that are ready to go into the corporate world when live entertainment comes back so if we can all help ourselves together go back with an absolute bang this is going to be absolutely incredible but with that said uh, we're going to do a nice uncoordinated outro just because of the nice uncoordinated intro and uh we'll uh yeah we'll see you see you next week everyone that's all right is this the end are we wrapping up now i we should probably wrap up huh. people are going to think this is staged even though that first bit was absolutely a, a terrible mess up oh yeah see you in a few days for a new podcast bye Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.